Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Life is a Sport podcast. Today, I'm going to talk about uh, why I decided to write the Life is a Sport book series. Uh, Many of my family and friends, you know, they often question why I feel the need to keep doing more and more things other than my business and, and running my basketball camp. My first answer is that I'm a chronic entrepreneur. And I've recently uh, learned after joining the Entrepreneurs Organization that I'm not alone. Many entrepreneurs not only run one business, they're constantly looking to grow, uh, they write books, they speak. And after joining uh, EO, I realized that entrepreneurs are really and truly the athletes of the business world. You know, we're never happy with where we're at, we're always striving for new and better goals, always learning, always trying to get better. But it wasn't just my insane thirst for pushing myself to new limits when I decided to write this series. The truth is a lot more deep than that. And I had a few life events that have deeply affected me. And uh, really, those are at the root of why I uh, started writing this. So let me let me give you a little bit of back end of the story. So I'll start by telling you that growing up, my life was pretty much perfect. You know, I was middle class. My parents loved each other. They loved my sister and I. You know, my friends say that I was a bubble child, right? Like really just perfect in terms of uh, my life and my upbringing. I just was very blessed. You know, the biggest thing I worried about was that my uh, grandmother on my mom's side had died when she was 16 years old. So I always had this like deep rooted fear that my mom was going to die young and I was just petrified. So when my uh, 17th birthday passed, I felt like I had really beaten fate. But uh, as we all know, you know, life is never perfect and mine's no different. You know, at the age of 20, my mom was in this horrific car accident. She was thrown out of the side window of her car uh, after she had hit a pole and she sustained a crazy head injury, cracked vertebrae. She was in a coma for six weeks. You know, I don't think I've ever been so scared. My bubble had pretty much been burst, Uh, but thankfully she's still with us and soldiering out her previous injuries. She's just, you know, she's a shark. You know, a year after her accident, um, my father was diagnosed with terminal cancer and uh, he died just three months after, uh, after finding out. And I remember when he passed away, I realized that we were in such denial leading up to his death that we had never taken the time to talk about it. You know, my dad was amazing. You know, he was a quiet energy giver and, you know, I loved him so much. He used to just shuttle me around everywhere, you know, to practice, to programs. We used to run together, but he was this quiet, hardworking man. You know, but I was young and in my own world, playing basketball and studying, being very focused. And, and when, he, when he died, I realized that I'd spent all my life just talking to him and, and never really listening to him and asking him about his story and, and his life before me or any, anything about him, really. So after he died, I remembered searching the house kind of frantically for anything, um, any kind of letter or words of wisdom that he may have left for me or my sister. And after tearing my house apart, I realized that he hadn't left any clues about his life. And I was devastated and and I craved to know more about him. So in my insanity, I decided to read all of the books he had. And most of them were like Star Trek sci-fi novels or vampire books. You know, I just, I wanted to just touch the pages that he had touched. So after reading everything I could find that he had ever read, I realized that was it. And I vowed to do a better job with my own children. I I wanted to make sure that they knew me. Um, So fast forward, it's 2017 and I have three children, all boys. 
And when my first son was born, I realized that it was a bit early to hear all of my stories that I wanted to share, but I didn't want to forget them. So I started journaling. And I was good at journaling after my first kid. But for anybody who has more than one child, you know that the more and more kids you have, the less and less time you have. Uh, and journaling uh, and making picture albums, they just sort of stopped happening. And my, my poor third child, Nathan, has like, you know, seven journal entries to my first child who has like 50 or 100. So my plan was failing. Uh, but a funny thing was starting to happen. Um, as my business grew and I grew as an entrepreneur, so did my leadership education. I started reading hundreds of business books, uh, leadership books. Most of them use some sort of sport analogy to help explain and prove their point. I mean, I dare you to find a business book that doesn't use some kind of sport example. Then I realized that as I tried to mentor my own staff in my business and help them reach their next level as coaches or leaders, as people, I was starting to use the life lessons that I learned from sport to help teach them. I slowly began to realize that everything that I had used to create success in my own business, I learned from my sport. During the time of this realization, I was writing uh, the ending of my first book, Game Plan 2.0, a business leadership fable. And I realized that uh, as I was writing the ending, that this was just practice for the real book that I felt compelled to write. I almost wanted to scrap that book, uh, but I did finish it. But uh, a new passion was totally lit. Like my fire was completely blazing when I decided to write down all of the lessons that I had learned in sport for success in life. It just, it felt so right. <laughs> I felt like uh, I could write all of that down in one place. Um, if I died young, then at least my message could carry on. And the leaders in my business could use the book to help and teach and mentor our coaches. And the other thing I realized that I had just come up with a way to share my life lessons with my three kids so that they could have all that I know to help them create the success they wanted in their own lives. Now, I don't think I've ever been so obsessed about anything in my entire life. And I was a high performance athlete and I'm a crazy chronic entrepreneur, but this was like a whole new level. People ask me how long it took to write the book because it's a chunky book. It's like 400 some odd pages. And the answer is always a little bit embarrassing. I committed to writing two stories a day for 51 days. It's crazy. It took about an hour and a half to write each story. Now, I had, a, I had a job and three kids, so you do the math. There wasn't a lot of time in my world to write, but I found the time. I made the time because my obsession with leaving my message was so compelling that I couldn't even sleep until it was done. I would wake up early or shove the kids in front of the TV, like completely, utterly obsessed. My day did not end until I accomplished my two stories a day. Of course, it took a year for editing and publishing, but as I finished writing the book, I was deep into the club basketball season with my eldest son. And I realized while hearing and seeing the other parents on the team that not only my children and leaders in my business would benefit, but this book would be my way of supporting our clients and their parents through the good, bad, ugly, and amazing of basketball and the lessons they could learn from this amazing sport. The chronic entrepreneur in me started thinking that this message would be important to other sports, of course. In fact, I decided that I didn't just want to stop at the basketball book. I wanted to write a book for each sport. My dream became to create a series of sports books making my message accessible to the world of sport and supporting the journey of athletes and their parents all over the world. The truth is, in the end, I'm proud that I could leave my kids with the gift of my lessons. 
But the reality is after finishing writing, I realized that it's not just the book that I want. I want to be here to wipe their tears, my kids' tears, when they're frustrated with their teammates and coaches. I want to be here to give them a hug when they miss the winning shot of the big game or or jump up and down screaming for joy when they hit the buzzer beater. I want to be here when the moment comes in their career, when they realize that all of the blood, sweat, and tears that they went through as an athlete gives them the advantage over everybody else because they've learned all they need to know to create the success in their life from playing the sport that they love. I want to be here when they see the passion in their own children's eyes for a sport for the first time because then and only then will they know the truest power and gift that sport can give. And they'll have my book to guide them. I don't just want to leave them a legacy. I want to be a part of it. And as I sit here crying like a, <laughs> like a baby, you know, I hope that if you're listening to this podcast, you can feel my heart and soul and know that I really believe that as hard as sport can be, the best thing that you can do for your child is support them through their journey. I hope that you enjoy my book and that I can support you through this podcast channel and help guide you and your kids through this roller coaster of sport. So have a great week, everybody. And I look forward to sharing more stories about sport and how it will help you and your child achieve success on and off the court in my next podcast. Have a great day, everybody.